Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Virtuous Unicorns podcast. In this show, we are joining up with the lovely Tony Wheel for her health Q&A shows, which are currently live streamed on her YouTube channel. Things are going. This is a first time I am doing this together with Virtuous Unicorns. Without her, I could not have gotten to this point. She has been so helpful. So let me tell a little bit about myself. I am a um, detox specialist, actually a regenerative detox specialist. I'm so trained and certified by Dr. Morse and uh, you will hear more about him. Um, I'm also trained as an uh, iridologist, but I feel that I still have a lot to learn in that field. Um, I'm, I'm certified in, in essential oils, uh, nutrition, and, um, but the only thing actually that is important is what I learned from, uh, from Dr. Morse. And we have with us um, Virtuous Unicorns. I absolutely, totally love that name. So she's gonna tell a little bit about her and um, why she is doing what she is doing and also the name Unicorns, cause I'm curious. I love unicorns since I was a little kid and uh, even have a tiny one tattooed on my shoulder, actually. I don't tell anybody to do that because it's not the healthiest thing to do, but that was before I knew better. So please introduce yourself. Well, thank you, Tony, for the introduction. And I'm so happy to be here. Um, Virtuous Unicorns, uh, my mom and I started this. Um, my name is Sarah, my mom's name is Barb. And we started this to try to help people get back on the path of where we believe we should be, and that's making virtuous decisions, eating clean, and as Dr. Morris says, getting our way back on to Wellville. Uh, we're here to help in any way that we can, um, such as helping with Tony and maybe asking some questions other people are asking and just trying to help spread the word out there to get us back to being the unicorns that we are supposed to be, uh, the ones that hold the light here on earth, and we need to shine as bright as we can. So we are looking to get back onto that path. That sounds great. <laughs> I love it. We're doing, we're doing our best and um, it's all about learning uh, what is the way to really um, heal ourselves. How can we empower people to, um, to learn the truth, you know, about all the, yeah. Um, figure out what we have been lied about, especially with foods, and um, and get healthy again. And it may be a long journey because it took uh, quite a few years to get where we are as with our health, which is usually not that great. And uh, and get back on track. And uh, I see, I see the positive results every day with people. Now I put out a message on uh, on Telegram, and I got five, uh, quite a few uh, responses right away that uh, from people who did not send me an uh, an email, and I wrote a few down. And one was from Gary about obesity, and I would like to answer that because that is what I have been struggled with my whole life, and that started as a young teenager. And it was always up and down, up and down and up again, and always a little bit more. I tried pretty much, um, well, every which way I was told to, uh, to go to lose the weight from almost starving myself 
and uh, actually being underfed and still not losing the weight. And um, I was, I've been vegan, vegetarian. I followed the Atkins diet, quite the opposite of being a vegan. And um, lo always losing the weight and always it got back and never understanding why. Until I actually got with, uh, found Dr. Morse. But as a little story before that is that I was vegan and actually a raw vegan, but I was still eating nuts and seeds and fats, you know, high fats. I mean, nuts and seeds have high fats and I could make the absolute most delicious uh, crackers in the, uh, in the uh, what is it, the um, dehydrator. And then with avocado or with nut butters, uh, delicious. And I was gaining weight and feeling bad and having so much pain in my body. When I, doc when I met Dr. Morris, it was like, stop all the proteins and the fats. And when I did, the weight was just flying off. And I didn't even, you know, it wasn't for the weight loss. It was, I wanted to be healthy and have less pain because I have pretty severe uh, arthritis. So that is what, uh, what you can do when you are obese. It's like, uh, yeah, you have to start on a detox uh, regimen and it sounds, um, it sounds pretty bad when you hear it that way, but it can actually be fun. It's like leaving out you know, the meat, dairy, eggs, uh, then the beans, the grains, and you go on more and more fruits. And um, once you see that you leave out the, the fats and the proteins, it will just happen. But when you are obese, you usually have more health problems than just your weight. So that is where I suggest, and I put it in the show notes, if you wanna you know, discuss this personally with me, and that goes for everybody here, if you have certain, uh, certain things that you would rather not discuss here, but in person with me, you can always set up a session and fill out an, uh, a health questionnaire, and then we go over it together and I can explain everything. So that was the part about obesity and Gary, I hope uh, to hear from, from you someday. Another question was from Aaron. It was about fruit diets 101, what to eat during the day and have a sample menu for energy. The interesting part is that when you are on all fruit, you have energy. However, if you add a cooked meal, or, or anything that has, uh, well, usually it's a cooked meal, but it's also when you add a meal that has high fats, and here we come with the avocados and the nuts again, um, you will see that you have less energy. Because like cooked food is like that food, you know, it doesn't really give you energy. For me, it is even, even a simple meal, like, like a soup from um, uh, greens, all greens, um, you would think, you know, how can it harm you? After that, I'm thirsty, I'm tired. And I found out that um, the cooked foods are actually um, dehydrating. So it's not helping with energy. And we all know that, you know, once you had, a, they say, when you have a big, big meal, you have to rest. Yeah, you do. But if I eat a big bowl with fruit, I don't have that same feeling because it definitely does give me energy. So how is your experience with that, Sarah? I definitely have a lot more energy when I'm just on all fruit, um, especially during the summer, as we spoke earlier, when we did 
all orange juice. It, I didn't really even have an appetite anymore. The orange juice was very filling. I was sleeping well and I felt light just overall. Like I did have lots of energy. Yeah, that is, um, I found that pretty, uh, pretty amazing, that whole energy part and that you are actually less hungry. And that is, that is something that is every time that um, I fall back on eating cooked foods now and then, I realize that as soon as I eat a cooked meal, I want more. I'm hungry. I want to eat more of it. When I'm on all fruit, you know, I can have a big bowl of, uh, of grapes here sitting next to me in the office next to the computer. I grab a few and I'm fine. I don't even think about meals. Uh, you know, it's this late and I'm hungry. I want to eat. You're not hungry anymore and, and still have, the, uh, have the, uh, the energy to get through the day. Now, is it because it's hydrating us, though? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Um, one more question on the fruit, though, what you were just saying is, is that because it's hydrating us more on um, a cellular level, maybe, or something deeper than what water would do for us? Yeah, because um, what I learned from Dr. Moores is that water doesn't hydrate on a cellular level, and fruit does. And um, I found whatever cooked meal it is, it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's a soup, you know, which we would say that's a lot of water, it's still dehydrating. Great. The next question was from Helen is how to transition. Um, I think about oh, the last year, I've had that question so many times. So I really have to put that on paper and it's like, you know, how do you do this? It's easy for me to say, you know, you just start eliminating the, the, the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the grains, the beans, the cooked foods, the fermented food, the oils, the fats. And then, you know, you transitions. And actually there, there is work to do. It's not, if I, if I make a guideline as in how you have to do it, it may not really fit in your lifestyle. It all depends how is your life and what can you do? But I would think like in, in the first week or two weeks, you start leaving out the meat and you have to realize that this is not a temporary detox. This is a, this is a lifestyle change. Because if you do this, like, what you see a lot of these programs, you know, three day detox or a week or 30 days or 90 days. And, and then you think, okay, I'm good to go. Um, I detox and now I go back to what I was doing before. Then the problems will start because that is not how it works. It is um, when you start transitioning to a, well, let's call it an all raw and mostly fruit way of living, that is your lifestyle. You're not going back to eating meat again because that's the stuff that made you sick. That is the stuff that where you got all the symptoms from, the high proteins, the high fats, and uh, and it's not working. I mean, we can see that on you know with all the so-called diseases that we have, and it's always adding to all the acidity in the body. So what we want to get through eventually is through the mucus-less foods. And I do have an, uh, an, uh, a PDF, and um, I will put that further in the show notes. I uh, forgot to do that. And when you follow that, and it's not um, put together by me, it's actually put together by Dr. Eric and Professor Spira. 
uh, worked on it and I used it actually their work to um, um, to modify it to a way that it shows what can you eat during a detox and what can you eat all the foods that you can eat while you're transitioning and after the detox as a lifestyle. And you can also use it when you are, for instance, um, you have family over for dinner or you go out with friends or family to eat somewhere. Then, you know, when you learn what you can eat as a, as a transition food, you can pick something like that or, you know, the salads. So salads are always good. Just don't add the apple cider vinegar because that's fermented or the oils. But, you know, with that, you're always uh, good to go. Now, there was an, uh, a question about recipes for transition. And um, yeah, I do have recipes, but I think we need to get away from that whole idea. We, you know, we have lunch, uh, we have breakfast, lunch, and then dinner. And um, we need to eat certain things then to get the calories, because calories is always a big question, but we don't. You know, you, you can replace it uh, with, with more fruit, you know, start your day with a, with a huge glass of orange juice and, and have, um, now we have beautiful kiwis here and we have kiwis ready. And um, so just uh, replace um, your cooked meals with more fruit or raw meals. And um, yeah, it's, I know it's easy for me to say, you don't need a recipe for that. But you actually find that you don't, you know, you can make um, delicious um, um, smoothies with, um, with um, you know, you do one or two fruit, fruits. And um, I use coconut water in it. Uh, you can use a date in it. You can add a banana if you want some more sweetness or you want it a little thicker. Um, and I sometimes use coconut uh, water, which is always good. And that could be something that you eat in the afternoon. It's, it's, it starts all with slowly leaving out the foods that are not helping your health. So do the first weeks, you do the meat, and the, the second or the, the next two weeks, you leave out all the dairy. And yes, that includes cheese. And I come from the Netherlands. So I was a cheese eater big time. I haven't had it now for five years. And um, it's, um, it's, it's not helping you health and it's actually very addictive. I know all about that. <laughs> that was not an easy thing to do. And then a few weeks later, you leave out all the eggs and, and then you start, you know, there's no more cooked foods, but do it slowly. Don't do it like, okay, from tomorrow, I'm only gonna eat fruit because that is when your whole body gets upset and you can get all kinds of detox symptoms. Now, I'm, uh, I had enough pain in my life that I uh, decided I'm going to do a slow transition. I don't need to add more problems to what I already have. And, and it works. And it, it worked for a lot of the people, uh, everybody that I work with, say, take it slow. Because when you would start like, you know, these 30-day juices that, are, that seem to be very popular, and, um, and especially in this time, and I would not start a juice um, fast or feast in the wintertime because I feel that um, spring would be way better. Spring is, is, any, is a cleansing time. 
and um, use the winter time to transition to that juice. So you start from the cooked meals where you start leaving out more and more, and then you go to the um, to the all raw foods, and from the all raw you go to more fruit, and then you go to the fruit juices. So you know, take the winter months to get there, and then you don't need to worry about the cold season and oh my gosh, what can I eat? I mean, enjoy your your hot soups, but you know, try to leave out the foods that are absolutely not helping your health. Is that making sense to you, Sarah? Absolutely, it is. And um, in my journey, I mean, I'm I'm nowhere near a hundred percent still, but it was if I was let's just go to the worst case scenario, somebody that was eating bacon and eggs in the morning. Well, before my bacon and eggs, I would have a large bowl of fruit and then see how long the fruit would satiate me. And then you may not want that bacon and eggs anymore after that. Or as you start cleansing your palate, at least for me, everything started changing to where I just didn't want it anymore is what it really was. And my body started craving the fruit and the fruit juices and smoothies. Or if you're somebody that likes to have a very large like meat and potato dinner before the meat and potato dinner, have either a smoothie, a juice, another bowl of fruit and, or even a salad, and then try to eat that meal. Still, you may find you're only eating half a quarter of it or whatnot. And then eventually you just don't want it anymore. Yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, good tip, actually. It's the same as when you are used to drinking coffee in the morning, you know, yeah. something very stimulating. And yeah. that, um, that aligns with a question I have here by Martine uh, about uh, matcha tea with uh, coconut milk. Matcha is actually too stimulating and it's high caffeine. Uh, just like, you know, the coffee. But if you eat fruit or you drink a big glass of uh, fresh orange juice, then uh, you don't want the coffee anymore because the coffee really tastes bad after that. Mm-hmm. And even, I, I experienced it with coffee that, and I was a coffee drinker. I mean, the stronger, the better, like the triple or, or double that even uh, espressos. <laughs> And I drank that for a long time, not too often in a day, but at least once a day, but it was strong. And when I stopped drinking it, I got the most severe headaches. And But I was prepared. I knew that was going to happen. And I had to go through, through those withdrawal symptoms for about a week. And then it was over and then never had coffee again. Don't like the smell anymore. And um, yeah. I'm still on board with the smell. Like I still think it smells good. But yeah, I get now if I actually drink coffee, I do get a headache. And I even tried to go for like, I bought the organic, I ground it myself, I cold brewed it, oat milk, and even use maple syrup instead of sugar. And so I figured like, okay, if I'm going to drink this, I'm going to make it as best as I can, at least what I was thinking then. But now I I don't even, I've had a sip of coffee here and there. And it, again, it, your palate gets cleansed and you just don't want it anymore eventually. Yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not in in my life. It's like uh, I have no, no, not not the slightest desire actually to uh, to get coffee. But tea I do like, and 
I had I had so much matcha tea. <laughs> I probably still do somewhere hidden uh, in in the cabinets, like <laughs> in the cupboards. Um, all this matcha tea, and I was like, no, let's let let's not let's just stick with fruit. Mm-hmm. Now, Martine also uh, told me she has um, three little children, four, six, and eight, and uh, she said they would eat only fruit if they could. And it's like, well, that that tells you something, you know, go for it. This is absolutely great. They want to eat fruit, then never, you know, force them to eat anything else. Now, you mentioned that um, you eat a raw salad with apple cider vinegar. I would replace that with lemon because apple cider vinegar is fermented and we actually want to stop all that fermentation in our body and it just makes it worse. No matter what they have, what they told you, apple cider vinegar is not a health food. And uh, neither is uh, cold pressed um, uh, olive oil or avocado oil. I'm always amazed by the avocado oil and I have used it because if I look at an avocado, I'm like, okay, how do I get the oils out of that? Hmm. And, you know, it's, it's very creamy when you use it in, uh, in uh, dishes. So I, I really like avocados, but with avocados, it is extremely high fats. And when I eat it, I always, it's always a step back in my health. So I know I should not eat it because it's not helping. It makes me gain weight. It makes me have the arthritis pain again. So, and, and the other thing is, um, avocados don't grow in the wild. And up to 100, 150 years ago, there were no avocados, not the way you see it now. So I'm not so sure what has been done with these things. And it seems that most people don't like to even eat them without salt and pepper or something on it or use it in a dish so that you get the creaminess. But um, yeah, very few people eat it as it is. And I feel that everything that needs... um, Spices is not really meant as food for us. You got, uh, I get more and more to, uh, yeah, it's always fruit. Um, then um, Gloria asked me, um, can you tell us about eating eggs? I've read so many conflicting opinions. And um, yeah, the, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of things, you know, if you want to eat eggs, you have to eat them raw. I did it all. I put them in smoothies and, you know, eating a raw egg, other than that, it's just, you know, I always call it snot. It's disgusting, but it's okay if you put it in, an, uh, in a smoothie. And then I learned that um, it's actually very high protein. It's also an animal product. It is difficult to digest and it actually creates excess waste. And on top of that, it makes your body smell. When you, and and this is very interesting, when you are on all fruit, your sweat does not smell at all, not at all. And so then there is no need for all these body lotions and deodorants and, it's just, you know, leave out the high protein foods and it will be great for your teeth also because, and you just did an, uh, a podcast with uh, Charlie Freak about that. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm sure you know about um, what the high proteins uh, can do on your teeth. That is why you have to keep brushing them. 
And when you are on all fruit, there's not even a toothbrush is not necessary. Your teeth stay clean. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's pretty amazing. The protein kills our teeth. And that is the one thing that we did talk about. And it's not so much the protein, it's what the protein converts to, which is acidosis. And that's what kind of comes in and kills your teeth. Whereas the fruit just makes your teeth strong and last forever. Um, there is one more other thing I wanted to say about the eggs and from my background, um, in laboratories, they feed viruses eggs. So the viruses they're trying to grow in the laboratories or whatnot are fed eggs, at least in some of the ones that I've been part of um, those studies. And so if you really think about it, viruses are used to eating eggs. And so they're kind of like drawn to that type of stuff. And so, I mean, eggs are just, I don't think they're good all around. And the people that feed their chickens, their eggs again, I don't agree with that either. If anything, I think the eggs can just be thrown like into the garden and mixed into the soil. I don't know what your opinion is on that, but eggs are an absolute no-go, I believe. Um, exactly, and that uh, with the viruses and um, and the eggs, I had heard that too. That I was uh, this morning, I was listening to Dr. Morris, and it's like, oh God, what does he say about eggs? So that was what I just mentioned. And um, Tracy um, asked, um, "Can you suggest any type of book or something that I can have on hand to refer to what I should be eating and not be eating?" Well, that is actually the mucusless foods uh, uh, list. So I will definitely put that in the in the show notes because it is the most easy thing for you to use. And the nice thing is that list that shows you what is mucus forming like what is um, what does meat how mucus forming is it what is eggs and even even nuts how mucus forming they can be and um i i still have a thing with nuts i i we know that nuts um you know especially when they're roasted they they are pretty delicious and and salted of course and um but um when I started to eat them raw and I was like, okay, now you really taste how, what the nuts are. But then I start reading more about it and you, you think you're buying raw nuts. No, they're not, they're never, they're never completely raw. And I have this, I have this big walnut tree um, next to my house. I was like, well, I'm kind of curious as in uh, what's really in it and how do they, cause we really don't know how they fall from a tree and when you can use them when they are ripe. I could not open it. I needed a hammer to even cut those open. And then I found out it's a black walnut and you're not supposed to use the walnuts. It's, it's grown in the United States for, the, for its woods. So I have all these black walnuts and they're not usable. But for me, it was like now with the nuts, it's like, no, don't, don't eat it. It's not, you can't eat it as it is, and you can always come back to the fruits, which is what you can eat um, right away. Um, Tracy also asked, are there any dairy products that are okay? I try to buy, to buy more goat cheese or lamb cheese than cows. I also drink almond milk instead of cow's milk. Um, no, there are no dairy products that are okay. Doesn't matter if it comes for, from a goat, um, lamb cheese. 
Okay, I understand um, goat cheese because that comes from milk, but it is still um, mucus forming. So you just wanna leave out anything that comes from an animal. Um, is almond milk okay? Well, then you come back to, you know, how, what are almonds? It's a lot of nuts. If I was, um, and, and I did that, you know, years ago, I made my own almond milk. I soaked, oh, probably about at least two cups of almonds. And then uh, I soaked them overnight in water and the next day in the blender, and then they go through a nut bag and you get all the milk out. How much milk do you get out? Well, it's about, um, if you put in four cups or maybe um, a liter, I don't know, or a quart, I think it's what it's called here then uh, that's easy to drink. That means that you, are, that you actually ate then two cups of, uh, of almonds. And I don't think that's a good idea. So uh, to me, it's um, like with the nuts, if you're not detoxing and you wanna eat a few nuts and that with a few nuts, I don't mean you know, uh, more than a handful, a few nuts is like you know, four or five nuts, that would be it. And um, if you're not detoxing, sure, see how your body responds to it and then keep an eye on that. And what Tracy also mentioned is um, she lives in a cold area and enjoys a hot meal, especially at dinner. And um, she said she needs really help with the hot meals on this special diet. I don't like the word diet, especially not since it has the word die in it. And um, I see it as a lifestyle. Um, I would say during the winter, you know, enjoy your hot meals, um, but just be aware what to eat and what not to eat. Don't make it uh, potatoes or, you know, the white potatoes, the mashed potatoes, the fries. The potatoes are, uh, are used in the glue industry. So just imagine what it does in your body don't really, you don't really want to have that in your body. So potatoes would be a no, and, you know, a nice uh, vegetable soup. Sure, just go for it. When you use the mucusless um, list of foods, you will see what you, uh, what you can't eat. But, you know, make it a once in a while and, and try to eat more salads and eat more fruits and um, drink a hot cup of tea for instance. And there's another thing, and um, there was actually, uh, Justin made me aware of that, is that um, when you um, have, want, a, have to, want to have a warm meal, I'm not going to say hot because it's not going to be hot, I actually used to make cold soups, and like with zucchinis and lettuce and tomatoes and um, put them all in a blender and, and add some, uh, what is it, the Italian herbs and maybe a little spices, some cayenne or curry and uh, some dolls to uh, get a little salty taste. And I put it in a blender and uh, I'm too lazy to, uh, to spend an hour on chewing a salad. So I put it in a blender, but you can actually warm that up. And I suggest not to do it in a blender because, you know, it puts a lot of air in it and it doesn't even taste good then. But um, put it in a pan on low heat. And he said, stir it with your finger and then you feel when it's warm enough. And there you go, you have your warm meal and still raw. As long as you don't heat it, what is it, over 108, I think, 108 degrees Fahrenheit, you have a warm meal. 
And um, I have been getting pretty creative at my uh, dehydrator. Absolutely love the dehydrator. And you can make, um, oh, zucchini bread in it. And um, yeah, now, now we get to the recipes actually. And, um, you know, but then you have to um, make them the night before. So overnight they would be in the, um, in the dehydrator. And the next morning you have a uh, day, depends on when you, when you want to eat that, you have something warm. So you can eat raw and still have your warm foods. But on the, on the other hand, you know, I was like, use the winter time for transitioning to a different lifestyle. And I think that would actually be the best way to do it. So Tracy, I hope that's going to work for you. And um, my email is in the show notes, so you can always uh, reach me. And this comes to um, from uh, Katrin and she asks, is it okay to add vegetables to a fruit smoothie, like raw spinach, for example? I've done it, did it all, and it's a big no. The thing is, they have fruit and veggies have a totally different digestion time. So when you when you do that, it starts creating fermenting in your guts, and you try to to not have that to prevent that. So just stick with the with the all fruit, or you do you know you make a green smoothie, and you do all um, oh what is it. Um, um, Oh, yeah, the variety of greens, it can be kale, I wouldn't do. It's pretty tough on your digestive system. But there are a lot of other, uh, other greens and um, even some of the lettuces, I've done that. And um, you can add uh, lemon and, and actually an apple is okay too. Now, I'm, I should know why you can add an, an apple and not any of the other fruits, but I have to admit, I'm embarrassed, I forgot. So I cannot answer that one, but I can look it up for the next time. <laughs> do you have anything to add or suggestions to that, Sarah? Um, I do not know that off the top of my head either, but um, going back just a little bit, I was also just, I got sidetracked by this message that was on here too in the chat, but um, hot lemon water. How do you feel about that for when people are talking about just the cold yeah, I, I, I think it is pretty delicious. Um, it's like, you know, with a tea, it's a, an herbal tea that is hot. I, and every morning I make um, my one quarter, one liter um, of lemon water. And um, before I put the lemon in, I, um, um, I start cold water and then add some uh, uh, hot water to make it a warm drink. But I sip this throughout the day. But if you want to do like a, a cup of um, warmer water and you have to be careful that you don't kill the enzymes. True. And when you have boiling water on it, you do. So I, I stick with the warm uh, water. Okay, great. And just as a little side trick, what I do is I go and I try to buy in bulk when I can. Um, and so if I do buy in bulk my lemons, I will take them, cut them in half, and then juice them and put them in an ice tray and freeze them into ice cubes. Um, it does say that they're good up to, I think, 60 days that way. Uh, but then that way, I don't have a bunch of lemons going bad. Now, I don't know, and I'm not sure if you do either, Tony, how does it change if you freeze them? Is that okay? 
It is okay. I mean, we do use uh, frozen uh, fruits. I always figured the advantage of the frozen fruits is actually it's picked ripe, riper than what you find in the stores because they freeze it right after. And um, uh, they have more taste because, um, well, we all know what we, what we find in, in the grocery stores, that fruit of, often doesn't have a taste at all. Yeah. And um, because they were picked uh, unripe, if you would do that with, um, um, with the frozen fruit, nobody would use it anymore. So it has more taste, although I have to admit lately, it's, it's been getting less and less. And um, even though I buy the fruit, it's all organic. I buy it from good sources. And um, it's, uh, it comes actually from the North and uh, it's a company, I think it's called Wild Foods, but they sell a lot of meat and uh, or fish especially, mm -hmm. but they have the most amazing frozen fruits. So yeah, to me, frozen fruits are okay. So your frozen um, um, lemon, that's a good idea. It's only, you know, you don't want to put it, um, um, pour it in a glass and then pour uh, boiled water on it. I, 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 I wouldn't do that. Okay. And I saw a, a question is like, do you use the whole orange? No, I don't. It's like, to me, that if you, you, if you use the, um, um, the peels of an orange, that's so bitter. It's like, um, I have this the really cheap um, citrus uh, juicer and it's fast, it's easy to clean. So that is, that's all that I use. And uh, it, well, it takes me 15 minutes to make, well, maybe not 15, 10 minutes to, uh, to juice um, probably oh, 10 oranges and a grapefruit and a lemon. And uh, there I have my leader. Yep. And that cuts me through, uh, well, big part of the day actually. Uh, there's a question from Nancy. Um, are vitamin mineral supplements necessary at all? Vitamin D, zinc, any of them? Well, that's a big no. It is a huge industry. It's really, really big. I mean, maybe not as big as the pharmaceutical industry, but they're getting there. And um, no, it's not helping. It's actually hurting us. It's not only hurting our wallet because I used to spend at least, oh, what is it? $500 easily in a, in a month. I was thinking, you know, that the vitamins and the minerals was even more important than, than eating. And it was doing me so much good. And um, when I learned from uh, Dr. Morris, it's like, no, you don't need them. Your body knows what to do. And when you think of it, when you when you when you think back in in think about how did humanity get to where we are today without all these vitamins and supplements in it's like why do we even still exist i mean 50 or 100 years ago we didn't have them people were still thriving without them so no we don't need them they are actually more hurting our bodies and we will find the um, the vitamins and the minerals in in the in the fruits and in the in the veggies. And uh, right now there is a big craze about fulvic acid, and um, I've gotten some <laughs> weird responses to my uh, my view about it. It is plant food. It is not and will not ever be people food. Now it is plant food, and yes, then you eat the plant, the herbs, you know, the greens. So no, it's like, and it's like with vitamin D, 
why do we even think that we can, that a an, an, an capsule of vitamin D uh, can help us? Vitamin D is the sun. The sun is not in a capsule. Now, the interesting part is there is a vitamin and it's called vitamin D2 is actually uh, can be derived from um, uh, mushrooms. And I was thinking that was so funny because um, mushrooms are, they grow in the dark. How the heck can they have vitamin D? I haven't figured that one out yet, but I thought it was funny. And, um, but when you um, get on a, a, an all raw and mostly fruit diet, you will see the difference. And I hear a lot of stories uh, about people saying that, um, oh, they got all these um, deficiencies. Deficiencies don't exist. I have actually a really nice article about it. So anyone who wants to read that one, I will email it to you. And um, there is a, there's a lot to it. And we know we've been light about pretty much everything. So that's one of them. Um, about, uh, is it best to eat mono fruits in a meal? It is. But, you know, I can see where it's kind of delicious to have a variety of fruits or, or have several fruits in, an, uh, in a smoothie. But if you ask me what is best, then yes, mono meal is best. I don't know if you, well, you probably have noticed that yourself. And um, when you smell a fruit, you, you, just the saliva in your mouth is already starting to prepare for eating that fruit. Now, if you put a whole bunch of uh, fruits together, it's getting a little bit confusing. And I feel that the digestion is not as good as when you would eat a mono fruit. It's more, I think it's like more healing. And um, Nancy also asked that she's eating less uh, since transitioning to mostly fruit. I don't get hungry like I used to. Should I be concerned about eating enough calories? And that's another fat, the whole calorie thing. It's, it's false. It makes no sense and let's just completely totally forget about the whole calories. Um, you eat when you're hungry and you stop when you are satisfied, not when you're full. When you're full, when you have the full feeling, then you just ate one banana too many. <laughs> so you don't want to do that. And she's always also, Nancy also asked about um, the truth about protein. Oh my gosh, and I, on my channel, uh, which is uh, tonywheel.com uh, slash videos, that's the easiest way to get there. I made it a forward to YouTube. I have two videos by Dr. Moore saying, um, well, when it comes to it as proteins equals death. And um, it is very, very hard on the, on the kidneys. That is why we all, all of us have kidney issues. And uh, I have already kidney issues since, um, since I was in my teens. So it is, um, yeah, it is not good. Now, she mentioned something about Wikipedia. I think we all know about Wikipedia is, and it's not about telling the truth. So Wikipedia says, um, that eating predominantly fruits is an incredible extreme diet and not recommended by many dietitians and nutritionists. Now, as a dietitian, as a registered dietitian and nutritionist, you have to go by the federal guideline. 
a uh, dietitian or nutrition can get in big trouble telling people you should eat fruit to be healthy because those are not the federal guidelines. So it goes on in this uh, Wikipedia part, fruitarians often have low levels of vitamin B12, calcium, vitamin D, iodine, and omega-3 fatty acids. Now, um, when I was a child, I did not hear anything about omega-3 fatty acids. So that's another made up thing. And that it all can lead to anemia, fatigue, and a weak immune system. Well, it's total nonsense. It's quite the opposite. It strengthens the immune system. So it is like um, knowing what Wikipedia is about. They are not about the truth and you can put anything and everything there. But yeah, people go there to, to find out, you know, what, what, how is it? How does it work? I think we, the more that we learn about um, what um, uh, eating the fruit does to our body and experience it ourselves, I think that is the most important part. See how you do on it. And when we see people healing, Dr. Morris always mentions that he had a client with a toe that was pretty much well, half gone and they were going to take it off. The, this gentleman went on a uh, all fruit and I think it was all grapes. And over a, a few months, that whole toe came back. That is what it can do. For me, it got me out of a wheelchair and walking again. And But as soon as I start eating what I should not eat and I don't eat uh, any fruits, I'm back in pain. So, you know, I, I, it's so easy now for me to see um, what the wrong foods does to us and uh, how my uh, immune system actually got so much better. 10 years ago, now nine years ago, I twisted my leg and I broke the uh, femur just under the, um, the hip ball. So they had to cut that off and put uh, metal in it. So I was like, oh my gosh, since then I was so afraid to call because that was a horrendous experience. And then I got to, uh, day before yesterday, I tripped and um, I always feel that uh, everything is for a reason. So me tripping and falling hard on both knees, um, I had to learn some kind of a lesson. I'm not quite sure <laughs> exactly what the lesson is, but I didn't break anything. Yeah, my knee hurts bad, but it's already getting better. And I'm all, it's only, you know, a day and a half ago. So I can see now with all the fruits, my body is actually healing much faster. I have no bruises and um, it's, we just heal faster. I mean, it's totally amazing. And everybody who is on fruit and, and, and can attest to that. So no, no weak uh, immune system and, um, Anemia, well, I think um, when vegans, and it is specifically vegans, not fruitarians, have issues because they're still eating junk food. They still have the nuts, the seeds, the oils, the fats. And um, so I think that that is often where there is a problem, not with the people who eat, uh, well, I should say quality fruit, and sometimes it's not quite the case, so we have to do our best. If it is only quality apples that we can eat, then we eat quality apples. And when, when other fruits are in season, we just get the best that we can. That we can.
Honey, I have uh, two things that I'd like to input if you don't mind. Um, the toe, the guy that Dr. Morris was working with the toe, if I remember correctly, he was also a diabetic. So not only is he healing his toe, but he's also working in the process of healing his kidneys and whatnot and his whole body. Absolutely. And that is um, in, um, that was actually, I had um, mandatory, here we go, Vac vaccinations um, for immigration mm -hmm. from the Netherlands to the US. And that was polio. And um, I think it was the MMR and, um, um, oh, another one. And since after that, I got diabetes, I got psoriasis, I got arthritis and, um, and the diabetes, that was like, well, you know, I, I know what to do and no sugar and I never ate sugar, not knowing it was not the sugar the problem. It was the fats in your food that was the problem. So yeah, I was a diabetic and uh, sometimes it was over 300 and 400 and I had this, this odd feeling inside, like a jittery feeling inside, so not feeling good and um, getting neuropathy on top of that. And um, I just couldn't get it down. And when I was on a 100% fruit, my diabetes went gone, was gone. It went from, it went, it's, it's on an average, it's um, in the 80s. But if I eat avocados, and here are the avocados again, because I absolutely love guacamole, it's, I can't help it. So yeah, it happens that I eat that once in a while. And it's my, uh, my sugar level goes right up. So we know that it is the fats and you don't combine that with the fruits. It's just a big, uh, a big no-no. Yep. And my next question was the B12 from the lady's other question uh, for the vitamins. Is B12 on tree bark? Like, can we just go out and touch the trees and get our B12 that way? I cannot answer that. I really yep. don't know. But now you make me think of something and that is actually how many um how how we have this special feeling with hugging a tree why would that be mm -hmm. you know there is something special with that hugging a tree it's amazing it is and i know a lot of people like look at it as like something weird but i mean it it is true i mean it is they're alive and it's just it is something about that yeah, so you may you may be right. Maybe this is part of um, of um, you know part of the healing. It's the same as with looking in the sun in a certain way and at a certain time, and uh, it's also healing. I, I since I've been on all fruit, I stopped um, eating uh, sunglasses, and uh, I have these beautiful <laughs> sunglasses that I love to wear. <laughs> Prescription sunglasses. I haven't needed them since I was an off-road. Yeah, and you live in the funny state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't need it anymore. That's wonderful. Um, now, Cindy, oh no, it's not Cindy. This is, um, who is this? Brutus, Brutus. Oh no, it is Cindy. See, I saw it right. Cindy in uh, Apple Valley. Um, it is like, okay, it's like to move over to this kind of eating so it will not create havoc to my body. So how slowly introduce this to my lifestyle. We already, you know, spoke about that. And um, so I will put the uh, mucusless um, 
um, PDF in, uh, in the show notes so you can get that. Now, what surprises me, I mean, in, in the United States, you would think that no matter where you live, if it's Florida or uh, Minnesota, um, Walmart and, and all the other stores, they can all get the same fruits. Why would there be a difference in Florida? I mean, I rarely see in Florida, I rarely see Florida fruits in the, in the stores. So I would think that everything should just be as available in the north as it is in the south. But maybe people eat less fruits than in the north because they think, you know, I don't know. Yep. But um, yeah, you can work around it with using uh, frozen uh, fruits. You, you, just, you just get what you can. I mean, it is apple season right now. So come up with all kinds of different things to do with your apples, you know, from smoothies to apple sauces with some cinnamon, maybe warm it up a little and, um, and, and put lemon in it. So there are a lot of things that you can do, but you just get what you can get and not worry about the rest. Yeah. Then we have a, from Georgian, a question about a gene called JAK2 that contributes to a blood disease. And she actually mentioned that she started to use Lourdes, Lourdes hydrogen water and um, that um, she mentioned Santos on his channel on episode 26, he is talking about that and her blood count was normal after that. That is absolutely, totally amazing. I love it. Um, does it come through the diet, uh, from the diet or from the water? I don't know, and, and maybe it did. If, if, you know, if it works for you, then it works for you. That is, um, you know, and it, it will work for other people. The thing is that I would not um, think that um, all you need to do to be healthy is drink a certain water or, eat a certain fruit alone and then uh, and then keep your uh, your diet as it was you don't want to do that you want to transition to uh, to a uh, fruit uh, diet anyway but um, I haven't um, seen uh, the the video yes but I definitely will so that was the YouTube channel syncretism society episode 26 it's um, I'm sure it's very interesting. Okay, we only have five minutes left. Time, time flies when you have fun. Absolutely. It is about blood pressure. And uh, the, the question is if you can regulate your blood pressure on an uh, all raw and mostly fruit lifestyle. Well, absolutely. And um, he was told to take um, actually two different uh, pharmaceuticals. And, uh, and not eat grapefruit because um, with the medication, the blood pressure could get too low. Now, isn't that a crazy statement from the pharmaceutical or medical industry? Mm -hmm. They had the same thing um, uh, with Coumadin. With Coumadin, you cannot use any fruits that would thin the blood. And I'm, I'm like, okay, how much sense does that make? 
why not um, eating then the blood thinning uh, fruits or veggies instead of the pharmaceutical, but that's not how the medical industry works. So yes, absolutely, you can get your, uh, your blood pressure down. I, I, um, I actually already uh, emailed uh, Ronnie uh, to get his information out because I think it's, it's, it's important. It, we can heal. We can heal so many things. We can heal everything on on uh, with with fruit. It's like it doesn't matter what it is. Your your broken bones heals faster, and we all accept that we can heal a broken bone. That our body can heal a cut in 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 you know other minor things, but we don't even think about how the body can heal everything inside too. And it's like you know why wouldn't it? It only makes sense. There's one question I absolutely still want to go to, and it's about a young woman um, who now is in college, and um, she had so much acne all over the chin, forehead, side of the nose, and, uh, and it, hurts, uh, it hurts a lot. This is when, um, when your kidneys are not filtering, and you keep putting, keep putting acidic foods in your body, and we all know that, you know, when you're in college, you're not eating the healthy foods. So if you realize that this is what you're doing to yourself and that you have to take control to, um, to not having this acne because it's ruining, it's gonna ruin your face forever. I mean, it, your skin will not be smooth if you keep doing that. And uh, so you really, really have to take uh, action and, and uh, eat differently. Now, she was told by an, uh, a doctor to, um, well, was it a doctor? Let me see. Oh, a board certified environmentalist doctor. Um, a list with no coffee, tea, soda, sweetness, aspartame, etc. stevia. Oh, no stevia even or maple syrup, uh, alcohol, beer, ham, processed meat, deep fried food, superheated vegetable oil, margarine, peanut, peanut oil, vinegar, dried fruits, GMO foods, and no non-organic foods. Okay, I agree, um, other than a few, maple syrup is fine, um, real stevia is fine, but when you see stevia on a box in the, in the, in the stores, it always has other stuff in it, so don't fall for that one. You can actually buy the, the green raw stevia, which is, uh, it's green powder. It's very strong in taste. You only need very little if you want to have something sweet. But heck, if we, um, if we eat all fruit, who needs stevia? Although I still put a little in my, uh, in, in my tea. Um, dried fruits, nothing wrong with uh, dried fruits, but you have to have the organic dried fruits that are not sulfur, that don't have sulfur on it, because you don't want that. Um, but there is a, uh, a bigger list than that that she should not eat. And I think um, it is important for her. So um, her name is uh, Katie. I would definitely send her the, um, uh, the list with uh, mucusless foods and, and go, uh, go with that. I think it's easier to see what you can eat than what you're not supposed to eat. Cause that is, you know, that list can be well, quite long actually. And um, yeah, you mentioned um, if you want to set up a time uh, on, on Zoom or the phone, yeah, you can do that. I have, um, 
how you can uh, make an, uh, a session or book a session. Uh, it's in the show notes. So, um, and if uh, glutathione, glutathione and zinc peak colonate will help? No, I don't think so. Not when she keeps eating the same stuff, it's not gonna work. It doesn't, um, no, it, it, it's not doing it. See, you can't treat this stuff. You, you, you just have to heal the body. That, that's, the, that's the main thing. And thinking that you can have um, a treatment, a pill here and there, and uh, you can keep doing what you're doing doesn't work that way. It's um, sometimes I wish we had the magic pill for everything, but unfortunately we do not. And uh, also Tony, per Dr. Morris, from what I've heard too, is that our skin is our third kidney. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. It's like, that's why I mentioned that's the kidneys. The kidneys mm -hmm. are not filtering adequately. So it comes out through the skin, all the junk. And you can get it out from, from your eyes, your nose, your throat, your belly button. It can come out, you know, and, and then, of course, through the skin. And uh, one person will get a lot of acne and the other person, like I did, I got, you know, psoriasis. I had uh, toxicity and acidosis, so it had to come out. So, yeah, it was the skin. Absolutely. Now, if it's our third kidney, does that mean that the other, the two kidneys are already kind of backed up so much? that yes. our skin is kind of like our last resort? Yes, it is, it is. And, and to see that, and that is often the case, if we see this acne at a very young age. And, uh, but there's more going on. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's not just the acne and not just the kidneys working. She can have weak adrenals, she can have already a weak pancreas and, and you know, the whole endocrine system uh, can be weakened. So yeah, it's time for action. Okay. And uh, with the change in diet, yeah, we can help with uh, herbal formulas. So in, in all the herbal formulas, they are tissue specific, not disease specific. We don't, that's not what the herbs are for. Okay. Great. Oh uh, my gosh, I still, I'm not even half through all the questions that I got in. So it has to wait till the, till the next uh, one. But I do want to... Um, um answer uh, barbara about losing bone in the face already list about 85 percent is there anything that can restore gums and bone again it is the diet it is not the magic pill it is the change in diet your body is very very acidic and um, i will send you an email to uh, to get in touch with you because um, I actually, you, when I started with this, one of my first clients had the same, uh, the same problem. And it was pretty scary. And she started to change her diet and her whole life turned around. Because when you, when you eat high fruits, everything changes. You feel differently. It's a different frequency. You feel better. You're more positive. For me, my, my depression went away. It's like, like, poof, you know, it was gone. I've, it was like a big black cloud that was hanging over me it just disappeared. It was, it's amazing. And with losing bone, it's like, yeah, your body is highly, uh, highly acidic. So yeah, we need to take action. And we actually touched on that too. And the dental show with Charlie Freak was um, the brushing also will make your gums recede. And the flossing, that's another thing. We need to be gentle with our gums and um, they will come back. 
It will, and it and it takes time. Mm-hmm. And um, my teeth have not been good since I was a teenager. And uh, yeah, stuff broke off. And um, I'm just like, okay, it will regrow. As long as there are still uh, the roots in there, it will regrow. I just have faith that it will happen. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and the other thing is all that teeth whitening. It's like, yeah, teeth have to be very bright white. And it's like, originally, our teeth are not that white. That is not mm-hmm. an original color. No. <laughs> the, the vivid white. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I see Nancy at, ask, um, can you talk about how bodies deal with protein? Well, they don't deal very well with protein. It, it's bad for your kidneys. It's like Dr. Moore says, protein skills. You know, we, and we mentioned that earlier in the show. It is just not working. And uh, not even plant proteins, because I made that mistake. I was like, okay, in the smoothie, then uh, I had had this (laughs) one gallon or is it even two gallon uh, jar with with pea protein. Well, I I still have it somewhere all the way in the back in the the cupboard. I don't know what to do with it. Throw it out, I guess. Like like I did with all the supplements, I was was looking at it and it's like, oh my gosh, all that money down the drain. Do we produce our own protein? Like, does our body make protein? Well, it is, um, yeah, the, I hear different stories about that. I heard just excess, our body makes the proteins. Um, what our body needs is not the proteins, it is the amino acids. And amino acids are in fruits. Um, if it makes them into the body, into proteins, I'm not quite clear about that because when you eat proteins, then the body has to convert it to amino acids. And, you know, that is extra energy. And we, we know how totally amazing our bodies is. I mean, look at what we've been putting into it. it it's, you know, the one junk thing to the other. If you, if you are in a grocery store, it's like, oh my God, 99% in the store, it's not even food. It's and we still not- make it to 65 and 70 and 80 yeah. years old. Yeah, but how? And and now we see we see symptoms in children, in young young adults that we we 30, 40 years ago, you only saw that with people in their 70s or 80s when the body says enough is enough. So overall, we got um, less healthy, you know, my parents were not healthy. I was born with problems. And um, yeah, so my child it has issues, and but she is she's she has been a healthy eater, and uh, she's actually doing pretty. She's doing good. But then, oh, I, I do have to mention this before we close off. It is like I hear so many people say, "I am eating healthy." Okay, what are you eating? And it always comes to, you know, the apple cider vinegar, the oils, and um, yeah, the grains. Grains is a big thing. And um, I heard Dr. Moore saying, like, okay, if you would say, what is, what is worse, meat or grains? <laughs> and so, you know, I wouldn't even, even compare it one to the other. They are just not good for us. So yeah get get the greens out of your uh, out of your diet out of that your lifestyle a, that was a surprise for me that was like one of the last things i have learned recently that and the legumes um you know i i didn't realize that either 
So when people were like, I am eating healthy and I'm like, why well, I have beans and I have, and so yeah, the, the protein and the beans and whatnot are new to me, I'd say in the last few years, uh, I, I didn't realize that either. No, it's for me only in the last two years because I was eating beans, you know, and I was still eating cooked food and I love them. I love Mexican food, even, you know, mm -hmm. get it vegan and still love it. Yeah. Um, but that was the beans and uh, the hummus. The hummus is always a big thing. Yeah, yes, it is. It is a bean. It's high protein. And then you have the tahini which is very favorite to use in all kinds of sauces. And I love tahini. I could just eat it by the spoonfuls, mm -hmm. especially the ones I made myself. And, um, but only if I do that, if I eat um, some hummus, oh my God, I'm in so much pain the next day. Yeah. And it is just, you know, it, it's, it's not working. It's the high proteins and the high fats. It's like, nope. Yeah, exactly. I just have one more thing I would like to say. Um, it's kind of something I've said for a long time and I wanted to get your take on it. And it's that it's not what we do every once in a while. It's what we do habitually or every day. So saying that it's like around this time of year, I'll have, um, you know, a vegan cookie that I've made because it's Christmas time. Um, in this time of year, I, I'm trying to, you know, just get that Christmassy feeling or something like that. So like, yeah, that's fine. But are you going to still be eating all those cookies and all that stuff in January, February, and March? Um, or I, this one time I go on this vacation and this is where we have this one thing that we all love, but I only have it that one time a year. So like, what is your take on that then? Well, if you do that the one time, uh, one once in a while thing, I always have like, if you want to do that, you better enjoy it and not feel guilty about it because that makes it worse to your body. And if you think it is bad that you do something bad, you crave something, you eat it and you have this, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have done it. This was so bad. Yeah, then it is bad for your body. Right. And if it is like, I'm going to enjoy it, I love it and I do it one time and be happy with it i i think it makes it makes a difference it may yeah. sound so strange to people but i absolutely you know makes a difference and when you feel like it is the the cheating okay you know you do your do your cheat day on on a saturday you know that is your your do you do a cheat meal i don't like the word cheating by the way yeah it is um well indulging you know but it's not like i don't even think you should indulge like on a weekly basis either um and of course i'm thinking more along the lines of like like i was saying like a treat or something like a cookie or something like that too but like if you're going to indulge in an avocado or every so often you'll use a little bit of oil here on like i don't know a salad every once in a great while that's different than you know, every day I'm like, okay, I'm going to have one piece of bread every day or something like that. It is. And, and what I always suggest with people I talk to is write down what you eat and write down how you feel. Because I used to get a lot of um, uh, phone calls and it was like, I feel so bad and I don't know what happened. And what were you eating yesterday? Oh, just a regular stuff. I'll get into details. What did you eat? And it always comes out that it was something they ate and forgot about it yes 
So, you know, be, be aware of, of what you are eating and, and if need, need be, and write it down. Write down how you feel. And this is how you, you are responsible for what is happening in your body. Nobody else is. Absolutely. So, you know, keep note of it. Then, then you, you, you completely understand what is going on and that it is the food that you do, that you put in, in your mouth. And it's, yeah. Yes. And the more in tune you become, then the more you're going to know and you're going to feel also. And it's, and it's fun, you know, it can actually be a lot of fun. It, it's like, don't make it a drag. Like, oh my God, now I can't eat this or this anymore. And it's like, well, do you like your pain? Do you like, you know, you have acne? Do you like that? You know, so if you don't, then you have to make changes. Yeah, you may wish there was the infamous magic pill and there isn't. And, and, oh, yeah, there's, all, I, there's so, so many things I want to, I want to talk about is, is the, um, the pharmaceutical industry, you're taking your pills, taking your, 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 yeah, the pharmaceuticals is, you do it for life. Uh -huh. I mean, I know people that have been on blood pressure medication for 40 years. How much sense does that make? It's not healing anything. Nope. So I have to be careful with, with what I say because... Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're on it for life, then I, I guess yeah. they assume it's just maintaining. Uh, I'm not sure. But. Yeah, but you're not healing anything. And oh my gosh, with a detox program, in the worst cases, we can heal with completely heal with within a year if you can if you stick to the all fruit. It's so many beautiful things can happen. But yeah. we uh, we are 15 minutes over the hour, and uh, that is um, <laughs> we plan That'll on not doing that. Up. <laughs> so well, we're gonna well, end it. Yeah, we're gonna end it for uh, for today, and um, we will be back next week. What a wonderful thank show! You. And thank you so much, Tony. Well, thank you. Without you, this would not have been possible. <laughs> very glad we could help. <laughs> so I'm very happy with that, and I'm very happy with everybody uh, who showed up today. And keep your questions coming. I will answer them in uh, in email when time uh, permits. I will connect with some people that sent in questions. And um, yeah. And will we have another show then next week like this too? Oh, we'll continue. Perfect. Of course, yes. We okay. already put that on the, uh, on the image, a weekly show <laughs> at noon on Thursdays. Great, Eastern Standard Time. And thank yeah. you everyone for um, watching and sending in the questions. We Love you all. Love you. Yeah, love everybody. That's that's what makes, um, I was going to say, that's what makes the world go around. We can't say that, right? <laughs> but love is healing. Let's keep it that way. Love is healing. So thanks, everyone. Till the next time. Bye-bye. Okay. Are you still there? Yeah, I think we got a hit end on the live. I did. Okay. Maybe let's end and we'll start a new call then just in case. All right. Okay. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Q&A with Tony Wheel. Please see the show notes for ways to reach out to Tony and how you can submit your questions for the show.